So I'm here with Tracy Q. Aim, who is the AP at Tauranga Primary School, and we're just having a talk about assessment. Um, so Tracy, just tell us a little bit about you and your teaching journey. Uh, I, like Karen said, I am AP at Tauranga Primary. I've been there for five years, and I currently teach in a Year 5-6 um, hub, um, but also do my AP role as well. I Before that, I was at Tauranga Intermediate and have had a lot of junior school experience in teaching as well. Great. So we're talking about um, assessment practices. So can you just describe the assessment practices that are used in your school? Okay, so we use a variety of tools to assess with. Um, the, the more formal ones, um, they do cover formative and summative. Um, but in our year four to six, we use <clears throat> ASTOR for reading, writing and maths. Um, we do a PAT listening. We use ICANN and GLOSS for our numeracy. Um, and we use both probe and benchmarks for reading, depending on where the learners are at. Um, we use um, we have reading and writing progressions, which are used by both learners and teachers. And in our four to six, it's, it would be a 50-50 split of how they're used. Um, and a lot of our assessment is done by teacher observations and anecdotal notes throughout planning and things like that. In our zero to three, we use the C, the school assessment entry, entry assessment, um, six-year survey, um, JAM for maths, which we've just changed to from NUMP because um, it seems to be more aligned with GLOSS moving up through the school. Um, PM benchmarks are ongoing and we use phonics assessments right throughout the junior school. Um, the junior school uses reading and writing progressions, but they're heavily teacher-driven rather than student-driven. Okay, so those progressions, are they like a rubric that your school's developed or something? Are yeah, they... they're in line with the um, literacy progressions. So, so they're a rewrite of the literacy progressions in kids speak right. so kids can use them. Right. Gotcha. They also help teachers inform their planning. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, so what do you feel um, as a classroom teacher are the most useful forms of assessment? Um, for me, it's the ones that tell me about the learning and the learner, not the ones that give me a number on a piece of paper. Okay. So as long as it's informing me about how that learner has learnt um, and possible next steps in their learning, then I think it's a good piece or useful piece of assessment. Okay. All right. Have you seen, since you've been teaching long time like me how does assessment or sorry have how has your assessment practice changed over time or how have you seen it change uh, I think it's changed a lot from um, summative to formative so back in the day we used to do a lot of testing for a lot of numbers on a piece of paper and now it's really about informing teaching and next steps for learners rather than just saying this is where we're, where we're at we actually want to see where they're at but what can what is our next step and what can they be doing okay Cool. Um, how does your assessment feed into your reporting at your school? So, for reporting to parents, and what do you? How often do you report? What's your reporting? Our reporting process is under review at the moment, but we we report. Um, we have two different systems of reporting. So we have a junior year zero to three and a senior year four to six. So the four to six is two written reports, interim end of year in June July. And December, um, the June July one sits alongside a conference, and the end of year one is purely a written report that goes home. At this stage, they're very heavily uh, academic based, reading, writing, and maths, and we're looking at how should that shift, how should it shift, why should it shift, 
um, those sorts of things. Our junior reporting is is the same in terms of what we're reporting on, but we report um, interim and anniversary from their time of being at school. So if they start school in June, they'll have their first interim report in December because it's six months after they've started school. Right. So that changes it going into year four. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you think that you have consistency across your school? How do you try to ensure that you've got consistency across your school? I think we, ha we have consistency of administering assessments, um, but I don't think we have consistency in OTJs and developing or deciding on an OTJ yet. We, we moderate, particularly in, in writing, but I think that's a continual ongoing process of teacher upskilling to try and get consistency of OTJs um, going. So I think, yes, we are consistent in administering the tests that we're using. Yeah. Um, we're consistent in using teacher observations to make assessments. Yeah. We're consistent in using anecdotal notes scribbled all over planning or wherever, but we're not yet consistent in making the OTJ. Okay. Um, so looking at assessment of the key competencies, do you what's, what does that look like in your school? Okay, so key competencies are the core of our primary school curriculum and um, that's the shift we want to make in our reporting review. That is the core of what we do and that should be reflected in our report. Yep. At this stage it's not. Um, so they are an ongoing assessment daily through observations from year zero to year six. Um, we design learning programs based around those dispositions. So we are specifically teaching the key competencies in our learning programs. So, for example, we plan breakthroughs. In our breakthrough, we have a I am a doing, I am, a le I am learning. In our learning, there is always a key competency and a learning model. So this term, I am a performer, what we're doing is creating performances to sit alongside our production, but what I'm learning is mahi ngatahi, how to collaborate, how to compromise, negotiate, all those skills. Um, and I'm also, from our learning model, I'm learning how do I engage people. Engagement is a key aspect of our learning. So flipping it to not how am I engaged, but how do I engage others, therefore how might I be engaged in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm a performer, is that coming under the participating and contributing? No, is that, that is that is the, the context with which we're learning through this term, the whole school. Right, okay. So in that, our key competency See. is collaboration. Right. So contributor. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, um, you have different names for them, don't we you? We do. So what's a contributor? Contributor is the... I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Contribute. It'll be participation... Uh, yeah, participating and contributing. Yes. That's the one I... Th yeah, okay. Yes. I've you. forgotten what they're called in the yeah, curriculum. in the real we world. We call them different, different names. Because yeah. that suits your school. Yes, yes, it does. Well, we do too, because we have our stars, and we've sort of done that as well. Okay, so what do you think... Um, you've just talked about um, the re reviewing the reporting. So is that one of your next steps in refining assessment? or yep. So yep. looking at your whole report? Yes, yeah, so we're, we're, we're really about learning to learn. That is the core of who we are. So our reports need to reflect that and then our assessment practices need to reflect the learner, yep. not just the academic learner. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so are there any other practices or frameworks that you uh, and your school is interested in investigating? 
Yep. <laughs> we just don't know what they are yet. <laughs> so you're pretty open to exploring. We are. Yep. Yep. It's, it, we have to make sure it sits in line with the culture of who we are and the culture we're developing. So that's based around learning to learn, the learning model we've established. So these assessments need to sit nicely inside of that and not be an extra added on. Right. Okay. Um, has your school had experience with ALL, ALIM, Mass Support Teacher, any of those sorts of programs? Yeah, we were involved in the ALL program from 2013 to 2015. Um, and we looked at doing ALIM this year, but our math results have been consistently good. So we decided um, other areas should be a focus. And it is something that we're open to over the next few years if we decide it's an area of need. Yeah. Um, and just, uh, you don't know about this question, but is there any assessment in Māori? Do you do anything? Is there any... Um, we don't assess in Māori, any... but we do um, specifically plan for Māori in our classrooms. Right, language. Yep. So Māori language, so across our whole school, um, it is an expectation every room does karakia and waiata every morning. Yep. There are specific programs for Māori learning for every year group not necessarily every classroom because right. we work in hubs and things like that um so we don't assess it formally but we do make assessments and observations um we do hear it in the playground and and things like that is our assessment of how well it's going at this stage great okay well thank you for your time you're welcome you're welcome